Hey. Yeah. Cash flow. How are you all people? Guess what, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> we back for another episode. Ah! I got some in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. But yeah, we're back. <laughs> Inside jokes, we killed them with this one. Hey. So, uh, yeah, Brian, that was always good right here, man. Y'all already know what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then for introduction this week, this is on some mellow chill for an introduction. But thank you all coming back for another Cocktails and Conversation. That's right. Um, Man, this this COVID shit still real out here in these streets. <laughs> yeah, man. They, 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 it it seemed like it's out here, but they just ain't saying that. Yeah. It's something else. Yeah, because it knocked us down a little bit. The, the last three, four episodes, if you listen, my voice was just drastically deep in that mug, and I was coughing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> I had something going on in my throat. And it just Speaking of, <laughs> we're here watching <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it is. There it is. There it is. And um, this is bro. You know what we didn't do? We we didn't introduce ourselves. Well, yeah, I already know. There's dark shining light up in the building. Darkness, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Got it for you. Yes. So the way to put that on. Yes. Darkness. <laughs> the dark shining light. This is Brother Yusuf Yams Creation. Uh, the brother to the night and to the light. Up at the building, um, yeah, we here. So going back to what I was talking about, um, we're watching this Batman before we come here. We sit down and we're talking, uh, just kind of a wind down of our days. And uh, on this Batman, the one with Harley Quinn, you know how he always slide little messages and subliminal stuff in there. Yeah, and he and I were laughing because they're at the the fight scene. What are they singing in that fight scene? Slide down my throat. <laughs> they was they was really asking subliminal singing in this bad boy. Man, so, look. <laughs> with that one, but then so I'm uh was watching The Wiz the other day when the um Tin Man was getting his oil. Have you ever listened to the song? Uh, slide me some oil. Slide me some oil. <laughs> but listen to the words of the song. He was like, slide this down my throat and lubricate me. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I'm 40 years old. Now, hold on, hold on. I've been singing this song for too long. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, oh. Put something in my spine. Make me feel fine. Hey. I was like, what Oh, f-? man. Yeah, we, we we definitely didn't catch that. <laughs> I did in my whole life. It's just like, yo. Um, he was innocent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I guess society's made everything feel so debaucherous. You know, man, like you, you can take everything in a whole nother way. <laughs> but shout out to Netflix for putting uh, the Wiz on, man. A very smart move. Uh, they, they, you know, Netflix been showing out with all of the um, the African uh, shows and all the black shows. They, they don't discriminate. Negress <laughs> with your subscriptions to us. It's like, look, y'all finna get all that. <laughs> oh, y'all can get all this work, dog. Get all this work. So, um, this is kind of leading to the conversation today, I guess, in its own little way. Yeah. Um, this came from being out volunteering this past few days, and the the need for validation. Mm. I always think that's a funny, questionable, scary. Whatever words you want to throw in that situation at that moment, it always is just like, wow. The need for validation. I mean by validation, the titles that we give ourselves to make ourselves feel better. Yeah. Um, quite often I hear that word independent woman. I'm independent. <laughs> I'm a, or the boss title. Or even men, we say we're a good man. Yeah. Um, I'm a great person. I, I am a provider and all other stuff that we say. And the illustrious Title that they use the most of a bad bitch. <laughs> illustrious. Illustrious. The bad bitch. Everybody wanted to be known by, by a title that's recognized by somebody. You know what a lot of people don't talk about is uh, some of the prestigious titles. Mm. You know, um, a lot of people only want to be called by the acclaimed bishop or a minister mm. or a doctor. Mm. 
you know, or, you know, uh, your honor, the honorable. It, it, they they want to be known by the titles, and a lot of it is not what they're doing. It's like you say, it's, they want the validation. Because, you know, we, we were having a discussion earlier. You know, people will extend themselves beyond the realms of, I guess we'll say, a normal convention. Mm. They'll stretch themselves way beyond what's normally seen as, you know, something that's positive or just as a functional human being to overachieve because they're looking for validation, you know? And a lot of times people are not settled within themselves. Uh-huh. And Nation of Islam has a, a great thing that they teach first in this knowledge itself. Ooh. Accept your own and be yourself. But you know, when you don't know what yourself is, it's extremely difficult. You're going to constantly fish around to be validated on the outside. Because you got a lot of people who, we, we were having a discussion uh, earlier, you got a lot of teenagers uh. that do that in children. But a lot of people don't understand that that continues on into adulthood. If the need for validation wasn't an intricate part of human society, social media wouldn't be a success. Ooh. Because... The whole point of social media even existing at the level that it is existing is people are looking to be validated by others. And that was the, the most powerful thing that was created in modern day uh, when it comes to the Internet is not the Internet itself. It's the validation button, which we call a like. Brother, you know, that is a deep jewel. Uh, you I know. like this. You're dropping jewels. You have to sit and think and go, hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> when you think about that, the likes, yeah, and how it was transformed over the years. Yeah, the first social media platform that we can all <coughs> viably agree with mm. is Black Planet. Yeah, but Black Planet was not made for self self gratification. Gratification? What's the word? Uh, what for the validation of something? Yes. So at that point, even MySpace. Yeah. But MySpace changed into the validation. But originally, it was just to show something off, show your friends. It's like inviting somebody into your house, but not inviting somebody yeah. to your house. Just posting the pictures, being able to keep up with each other at that point. Yeah. And then it changed over to showing off who you are. Yeah. But that like, and then it changed into follow. Mm-hmm. I like how you put that because it, it definitely does change the mindset of why you post these pictures. Exactly. Like, when we talk about attention, what is the need for it? Like this like this sister, I was this model young lady. She posted a picture of herself and she was wearing something short and skimpy. And she, the comments on it just went real wild to her. Yeah. She didn't like them. And I was like, so what was the purpose of posting that picture then? You wanted attention, but what kind of attention were you looking for at that point? Shake that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what you got. <laughs> but when you put that out there, the energy that you put out, that yeah. reciprocity yeah. was coming back to you. Yeah, You got to be careful because, again, if you see a sister put on... A, a nun put the picture up of herself praying. Yeah. What kind of comments is she going to be like, oh, she's just faking over there. She's not having those comments. But, you know, it's 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 one of those things where a lot of people, whether male or female, like a lot of these guys now, they put the meg plant pictures out there. You know what I'm saying? They got on the the, the, the gray pants or they got on the, uh, the basketball shorts. And it's the same type of deal. And the quickest way, especially with American society, the quickest way to get recognized is through sex, or sexuality. Mm. And the other thing is, a lot of people, what do they call it? Clout. They're looking for clout. But what people are really saying at the end of the day is they're looking to matter. And the attention is something that we're looking for that goes deeper. It's not just attention. What people are looking for is love. They're to the, the recognition right is really to say that you exist, I see you, you matter, 
and you're loved. If you don't get that initially, people uh, will seek to matter in any kind of way, whether it's negative or positive, because the opposite of hating somebody or the opposite of, of all of that is really the someone being ignored. It's one of the most inhumane things that can happen for a person is to not exist or not to be recognized as a person that exists. So a lot of people, rather than to be ignored, they'd rather have any type of attention because it says you matter. But <clears throat> does it? That becomes the question. Like, yeah. It says, okay, mm-hmm. we, we look for self-validation. Yeah. Or the validation from someone else. Yeah. The validation from one someone else say you matter. But what form is it that you're mattering to them? Like everyone has a different reason for yeah. liking your picture. Yeah. Everyone has a different reason for saying that you matter to them. Like the same woman mm-hmm. posting her OnlyFans. Oh yeah. Feet that booty. <laughs> She's posting her only nice fans and she ain't fa- selling air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> Same way as these dudes too now. They right, right, right. Dead, but man. you but I'm saying you, you that one person, right? Uh-huh. They matter different for each person because the only fans representative, her uh-huh. likes from the people that are buying her subscriptions, she matters to them because she brings them a uh, debauched version of entertainment. Yeah. But to that same woman, she matters to her children because that's my mother who's giving me love and support. Exactly. So what is the love or the attention that you're looking for? It just, it really depends on the person. Have you ever heard about those people who uh, do the self-cutting? Yeah. You know, and they're looking at um, a lot of people who harm themselves or who do something, it's because they want to feel something. Right. That was it. It's, it's not even the point of feeling bad or feeling good. They want to feel, feel something. something. Right. right. They feel numb. They get like the Holly Berry thing. It'll make me feel good. Make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not the point of feeling good. It's feeling something. Because some people feel so... If, if you ever seen someone who's uh, lost their taste buds, right? COVID... Okay, they lose their taste buds. They can't taste, so they'll eat hot sauce. So even though the feeling of salt, sweet, sour, all that is gone, the tongue is being tingled because they can feel something. But the thing is, it's the end result of a thing. Because after you get that like, the purpose behind it the reasoning and the content of it is what goes into bloom. So it's like, okay, if I if I plant a garden, I'm like, man, I just want to grow something. Well, if you're growing poison, yeah, you grew something. Yeah. But it's going to harm you. And the same thing, it's going to help you in the end. And that's the whole thing about validation. When you're being validated. And so a lot of us, the soul isn't right. And the soul is ourselves. You know, that foundation garbage or red clay or something that don't have no nutrients it don't matter what you put in there we all have had that friend or that loved one or that family member and we told them how beautiful they were or how intelligent or how handsome they were and are that they can't see it they just can't then they can't put that thing on the inside because they know so I'm feeling that so I got so said before Mr. Farrakhan always says, have a dictionary. Yeah. If you miss the root of the word, the word, you over, you missed a lot of what you're reading. So I decided to look up validation or validate. Then it said valid while we were sitting over here because I've never actually looked up the word. Mm-hmm. I know the definition of what I think it is, but a valid is a sound just well found, producing the desired results effective, having force, weight, or con. And some. <laughs> oh, we need another dictionary. <laughs> Authoritative, legally sound, effective, or binding, having legal force. Mm-hmm. All that said, robust, well, healthy. But it's robust. The, yes, robust. Yeah, I'm not going to say that one. Mm-hmm. Having force, weight, and authoritative. Mm-hmm. When we talk about 
validation and being valid. And you're mm-hmm. talking about the soil. Go back to our childhood. Yeah. We have to deal with the validation that starts there. Yeah. Because then it, it, it defines what validations you're looking for in the rest of your life. Yeah, that's true. So if you are not being validated or loved, mm. as you were saying, per se by mommy and daddy, do you that what do they call that that um the women who are looking for their daddy? Daddy syndrome. Daddy syndromes. You know, you're looking for your daddy through all these different men, mm. but you don't know what you're actually looking for, so you're just looking for somebody to fill a gap that you don't understand is there. Yeah. Validation in the wrong way. Um, men, we do it through um through through sex. <laughs> we we're looking mm. for something in our life, but we think it we we're conquering it by having by conquering women sex over and over and over again, and you find out it's one empty hole after the next. And quite often you leave something a sea of empty holes and then you got another problem. So um the validation that I wanna, you know, kind of deal with is the fact of you said something about the Muslims, you know, knowing thyself. The messenger, that's why I said that earlier, the most six powerful words that we've ever really been taught is accept your own and be yourself. Yeah. But like you said, if you don't know what yourself is, and, you know, that becomes the problem because you can't huge, validate. Huge. That's like when I, when I say that an ant can't be a bee, mm-hmm. a bee can't be a spider, and a spider can't be a monkey. Mm-hmm. They all have their own function, similar or not. They're created for different things. Yeah. The bee is the most, I think, essential insect that we all yeah, have. Yeah, it's, it's uh, literally uh, coded as the most important uh, being on the planet, right? Right, because that's what pollinates all the things. Mm -hmm. But what if that bee woke up and decided this morning, you know what? I don't feel like pollinating flowers. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and be... I'm going to be a frog today. (laughs) 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 I'm going to be a frog today. Hop on some lily pads. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what? Forget this. I'm going to be a fly. Instead of me eating honey, I'm going to eat some shit. Yeah. So, you know... (laughs) No, but you hitting the nail on the head right there. Because that's a that is what a lot of people are choosing. They choosing some bullshit when they could be eating honey. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, you said something about that the uh, the when people have that that daddy syndrome. When a person is looking for a daddy within someone else or a mother within someone else, it's not only the fact that they're looking for their dad. Because the dad re- literally represents the other side of you. You know the mother's side. You know the nurturing part. You know the female side of you. But you don't understand a whole half of you because you don't have a father there. And it's, it's, it's more than just my father is there. My father is in my life. What it is is your other self. You're literally half of your lineage to know your different ways and your different outcomes. Same thing with men. A lot of men, they join gangs or they join fraternities or they join military or they join a a certain prestigious organization because they're looking for that man within themselves. And yeah, it it, it could be a father, but the father helps you understand yourself. When you don't have a mother, that mother helps you understand another part of yourself. And so, like you said, hey, accept your own. But if you don't know what your own is, a lot of us have not accepted the fact that we're black people because they don't know black people. Oh, you can go ahead and jump on me now. Let, let me give you the chef hat. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We could. My hair even got big because I ain't cut my hair, so it might not fit just as well. But so it's two things. Uh-huh. We talked about accepting who we are. Yeah. And this might be an issue. And if it is, it is what the fuck it is at this point. Yeah. Disclaimer. <laughs> hey, the thoughts and expressions by you survive does not reflect. Did not reflect cocktails and conversation. So I was online and I was watching uh-huh. a few of these videos late night. I was doing some work. I said, let me take a break. And two of them came on that stood out. And it's dealing with validation, titles, labels. Yeah. This black man who 
I don't know if he's transgender or just a cross dresser. I don't know actually no difference most these sides at this point because they keep changing. But he was online saying that women do not have a monopoly on a period. They literally do. <laughs> right. So I was like, what? He said, they do not have a monopoly on the period. Men can have periods too. You all don't own that. And just like you don't own women um, coming into womanhood, as for everybody. I was like, it literally is not. Literally not. It's for that generation. I said, all right, you know what? I'm going to keep scrolling. Yeah. I'm going to keep scrolling. Then this other one, this is a, I, I guess the word, he has the bottom half, but change the top. Yeah. Um, what do you call that? Whatever. And, um, <laughs> I don't that, know. It's Either. a trap. That's <laughs> <laughs> a trap. That's not messed I ain't up. falling this. into that one. So, what, what, this whatever man, it is, it's an alternative lifestyle. Right. So, this man who has, he's a very famous uh, person who's changed, got breast augmentation mm-hmm. and going through the process of becoming a woman, but he still has a lower half, still wants to keep that manly part. He says, but when I see the, I'm being honest, you know, the surgeries is a mother. This dude I thought was a female when I first scrolled. Yeah. Nice looking little dude with his womanly transition. So he was talking and he says, well, I'm tuning his voice. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) He says, "Um, well, I don't believe in telling someone what I am when we first start talking. I believe that, you know, after a while I can tell them, but up front, no. I they we we'll go a while when we're falling starting to grow feelings for each other, then I'll tell them. No, that's that's wrong. I said that's wrong. That's wrong because if you believe in who you are, yeah, and you're proud of it, stand proud on what you are and tell the person. Exactly. And then be a and then stand proud on let them stand proud on their decision. Or the reaction to what you are. Well, in a lot of ways, you can look at that as as a form of rape. And I need to go on record of saying that. Oh, damn. When, no, it is. Because it's unconsensual. Whenever that you're dealing with a person, it needs to be on a consensual basis. That was my point. And a lot of people are not standing on this. But if you are transgender, and that person is totally against being... Uh, with a transgender person, you're now dealing with someone inconsensually. It's there's no consensual, no there's no form of agreement between that. It's as if if I am vegan, and you're serving me meat meat without me knowing. Well, we're not going to tell you until you actually until uh, uh, we get to know you and you no. Because I did not consent to eat meat. It's actually Mm. an abomination for a lot of people Mm. to have that in their bodies or to associate with that. In some cultures, women do not touch men, period. They don't care if you are uh, a boss, a king, or anything. They don't touch other men. Most countries. You you understand what I'm saying? So if I am a, a, a transsexual woman, and that person doesn't describe, subscribe for that. You aren't allowed. You're breaking that person's tradition and everything that they stand for because of your beliefs, but you're not respecting their own. So no matter what you believe in, if it's not consensual, then you don't have a bearing to stand on. And a lot of times when we deal with these people who want to be respected, and these people, what I mean was, is anyone, if you want to be respected and you want people to call you certain things or treat you a certain way, that means that you have to do the same. When you have someone who is transgender or who subscribes to being something other than what they were born to be, and they say, hey, I want you to respect me and call me a woman, or I, I am recognized as this. Don't recognize me. Yes, that's true. But who gave the consent to call a biological female cisgendered? They didn't, to them, they're a woman. They didn't ask for your permission to give them something else that's assigned as a title when they never asked for it. Right. When they asked to be called woman, not biological woman, not any of this. So if you want respect, you must give the same thing. 
And that validation right. that we're looking for, right. that, that thing to say that we're solidified, it matters so much to people because people want to be matter. They want to matter. They want to be respected. And it's the same thing across the board. We all want to be respected. But the first thing is we have to respect ourselves. We have to go, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> it's true. You know, <laughs> I can't even get it out of my head now. But like when we dealing with people and not just our sexuality, because the first thing that people have to understand is you're so much greater than your sexuality. You're so much greater than your title. Oh, you just said you know, something. What's that, bro? You said you're so much greater than your sexuality. Because sexuality is just an act. But that's, if you look at society today, that's all that's they want to be defined. What most of us are defining or validating ourselves by. By our sexual acts. Our sexual acts. So, our, like, in the music industry, I think somebody just did it the other day, but what is this, July, August, something like that? Mm-hmm. And up until recently, not one rap album that's been released this year has hit the top 10 in the Billboard charts. Because it's garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. It is. But the Let's validation, just... it, but what's, what, why is it garbage? Because of how they're validating themselves via their music, which is sex. Yeah. And it has no content. Non-content. It, it, or... it, it has no innermost. It, here's the thing about rap. Depth. Right? Depth. There you go. Depth. depth. There's no That's depth. That's the word we're looking for. You got, you got the wetness of the water. The water's there, but Bro, it ain't I went, deep. I went, I went yeah, left I said, with there. I said it, yeah. <laughs> you have the wetness, and I mean it by the, okay, it, we're having sex. You only got the first portion of it. I got you. You understand what I'm saying? So we you, were. We can't do all day foreplay. You understand what I'm saying? Sex is more than just foreplay. And a lot of times that we're dealing with is tantalizing. But if you have foreplay and you don't bust a nut, you're just stuck with blue balls. <laughs> let's just let's. You're stuck with frustrated, and you're waiting to get the innermost depths of something, the inner meanings of it, and you never bust your nut. So you're sitting frustrated. So a lot of us are listening to this music and they tantalized us with the whole theatrics of it. That's it. Because a lot of women can relate to this. When you, you're talking to a guy and he's tickling your ears and he's talking all of this stuff and you go out on a date and the date goes great and he's talking about how good he is in the bed and when it comes down to it, you never get your net. This is not even so you're wasting your time. Right. It's the same thing with the music. They've tantalized us. They, they, they've twerked all in front of us. We've heard the radio cuts, you know what I'm saying? And we've heard the hits that come over radio because they, they pump it every day. And you've done the TikTok dance and the challenges. But then when you buy, buy the album, you're not getting anything. There's no substance there. No you substance ain't bust your nut. It's just like I, so I, I, the BET Awards the other week. Oh, God. Other month, whatever it was. Maybe. Yeah. And... I was listening to <clears throat> the people who organize it and some other backs behind the scene people. They were having a conversation one day recently. They were like, man, doing this show, it was very, it's not like the normal BT Awards or anything in the past when you had an artist come up yeah. and we knew bar for bar yeah. every word to the song. Yeah. Usher comes out there, he performs. It's it, beautiful. Um, I remember the year Chris Brown, it was a very high anticipation when he performed. This is R&B people. Yeah. And then um, Kendrick Lamar, I think it was the Grammys he did that year. When, he, when these rap artists came out, everyone knew. And they said, during the BET Awards this year, they brought on a lot of the quote-unquote new artists, but they're a lot of religious social media artists who yeah. had a song, my my coochie pink and my booty hole brown. And that's and all people know. That's all. They, and that's what they're saying. Oh, her, her too. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> when people were, when they, these artists were performing, they said yeah. only people knew hooks. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. They just vibing on quiet. But yeah. when that hook come on, then they like, oh, that's the song. Oh, that's the song. Oh, they knew that that one hook. So it's like you've put out a lot of garbage. Yeah. Like you're saying, it is it's leading garbage. to nothing. It's validating 
but white folks have said for years that rap music is bullshit and it's just degrading to society. When you look at this 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 form of the music that we have now, well, it's not music. You, That's the whole point. It's not because of a rap genre. Just imagine if 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 they were to do the blues like that or R and B like that. Oh God! You only get the hook. Like uh, the same artist. Let's say we take a Usher, and the only thing that you hear is yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice and slow, but you never get to hear the actual words verses. And it's it's you can only eat so much. It's it's like having cake. You can't just eat icing. There's no cake. And without the cake, a lot of us are only getting cake, but we're never getting a meal. So you can only eat so much junk food. And a lot of us, we're, we're going to the junk food spots. Mm-hmm. But if you eat too much of anything of that same thing over and over again, you're going to get tired of it. I don't care if it was your favorite food. If it, it, For those of you, if you like if Chinese food is your, your thing, you know, man, I love Chinese food. But if you're eating Chinese food three meals a day, every day for six months, you'll hate Chinese food. Bruh, you know, there, there's no substance. There's no variety. There's no depth. But let's take it. Say we take that Chinese food and we only give you one thing, egg rolls. And all you can have is egg rolls. A lot of us, we're, we're sitting up there and we only got the topping. We only got the sprinkles. And that's what's describing what we've done is we're looking for the validation with no debt. There's no depth of, of anything, of character, anything. So a lot of times I got the like. I got the smiles, but no one knows what they're smiling at. Gotta put some seasoning on here real quick. Oh yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna do like the little dude. <laughs> salt bay, salt bay. Oh, my little salt bay rendition right now is yeah. the validation with the music is that you've considered made it when you've got the the rapper's kit, awesome. ice, mm. a little bit of car, yeah. and so these artists feel. They've made it and that they're worthy of being a artist because through social media, that's how a lot of us get a lot of them get their money. They've made money. And they ain't did shit. But you ain't done shit. Because I still, this is me still. You may not always agree. Mm-hmm. But for most artists to be validated to say that they are worthy artists, you still gotta hit the radio. You see? You still hit the radio of some sort. They're looking for... They hit the radio with the coochie hole, pink, booty hole, brown, but... Basic anatomy. What are you selling at that point? So it's changing, I don't see the matrix or the, what's that, algorithm? Yeah. (laughs) Of the situation of the radio. I mean, a lot of stuff is changing, so we talk about validation still, but the validation is... Ooh, let's step back with another question. What's that? Who's the validator? Exactly. You know, who is the validator that's making you feel that you have been stamped with approval mm-hmm. to say that you are 24 karat gold? See, it changes over, over, over time. It has always changed. Yeah. But who's holding the validation stamp now? You know, our society has been hijacked. And especially mm. with black culture, black culture has been hijacked by people who are not black. And they make more money off it than we do. And they don't understand culture. When when you, it's almost like if I have a, a pack of lions, right? But if I have the birds controlling what the lions eat, what they do, how they, how they, <laughs> then they're not lions anymore. If I'm saying that this is black culture, but it's being controlled by people who are not black. It's not black culture anymore. And so a lot of people are trying to validate themselves within black culture by fitting into things that are not created by blacks, but it's perpetuated by them. You understand what I'm saying? Put something on that one. Put something on that. Explain that for my my listeners. So we didn't create what we have now. When black people owned black music, when they owned hip hop, it was just like anything else in life. It was a variety of things. Right, right. It takes a variety, like with yourself. You're not just Yusuf A. Muhammad. You're a nephew to some. You're a big brother to others. You're a best friend. Big to others. <laughs> <laughs> but you understand all of these facets of who you are right. creates the sum total being because right. you're never just one thing. Right. Never. Hip-hop is not one-dimensional. 
sometimes you need to shake some ass and suck some dick. <laughs> Again, <laughs> that nigga said that. <laughs> but that's that's with any generation. Right, if you right, look right. at any generation of music, especially black music, you had the raunchy side, you had the conscious side, you have the ha- let's have some fun and sing a song, you have the serious side, you have the woes. But it, that's what life is. Life is never just sunny days. Life is filled with times and reasons mm. and seasons and flows. And so when you have things just being only depicted one way, you have something that's not real. Any detective, and most people out there are the internet detectives, anytime something happened in our society, they can look at things. But we know if someone's only, if everybody's telling the story from just one angle, that means everybody lying. Damn. When you look at the Bible, right? And they talk about Christ. They talk about it from four, four different, different perspectives. perspectives. Mm-hmm. If I go into anybody's classroom and there was a fight that happened, I can ask six people, six different people that, and they can come up with six different angles of what happened from their perspective. So the black experience, mm-hmm. when I'm only talking about it from a sexuality and from a gangster and from a, all, you know, all of the negative things and from greed and all of this other stuff, it's only one angle. Mm, so, and they're ooh. trying to represent what our art form is only from one point of view. So, when that's ooh. never anything. When I'm looking at a basketball, it's not one side to a basketball. It has a top, bottom, side to side. You mm. know, it has an inner and an outer. And whenever you're looking at something and someone's only giving you one side of it. That means that you're a whole lie. That, so, I, I, damn, bro. I like these conversations. So, going back to, like you're saying, the validation. Going back even with the hip-hop, you're dealing with music. I'm going to just jump around for a second. Yeah. Is that it started off with just block music, with hip-hop, the hip-hop. That's from what they heard, though. Right. But, I mean, from what... Yeah, from, you know, that's the, the official story. Yeah, the official story. It was block music. And then it transformed into, like, the cultural thing. Uh-huh. And by the time, you know, we got the um, fight the power, that beat. And that was a conglomerate of music because at that time period, you also had uh, Digital Underground. Yep. You had... Um, uh, you had the X engine, engine number nine. Yeah, you got... Uh, yeah. you, but it was so many ways that you can express yourself, yourself through the through music. This music. But like you said, well, we're going back to the question about the validator. Mm-hmm. The validator then steps in and says that... the Ooh, another word for the validator. Mm-hmm. The controller. Or the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper steps in and says that these niggas is doing too much. Mm-hmm. They're rebelling, going back to what they were pre So In the 60s and 70s. We're t- we believe that, segre- that segregation, what's the word, desegregation? Uh-huh. Desegregation was one of the worst things that happened to black people. And it history. was because you lost your power. You lost your power, you lost the knowledge of yourself, you've lost the ability to want to do for self. Mm-hmm. When we validated ourselves that we don't need the white man's ice because his ice is colder. His and we waters. didn't need some divine leader to show everybody this one way. This one we were way. able to lead ourselves. Everybody. You know, and that's what makes a, a person, that's what makes a group dangerous is when, well, to someone who wants to control them is when everyone has knowledge and everyone has the capacity to lead, you can't just lop off one person and destroy the whole thing. And that's what they saw when the night Martin Luther King was killed. Yeah. They said 30 cities around the country caught fire at the same time. Mm -hmm. And they figured out very quickly that, like you said, not one person was was running this. This is... Independent it's, heads. It's it's organic. It's right happening here. organically. So we have to now start controlling this, mm-hmm. and by controlling this, we validate who the one everyone has to listen to, yeah. and why they're the one, the best one. But they have our agenda in mind mm-hmm. when they're out doing their work. And you know, when you look at when a person is looking for validation, and there is a controller, what they're trying to do is be validated by the person or the entity that has the control. Because a lot of people are dealing with cowardice. 
And they're cowardice because they're afraid to be themselves, because they're afraid of who they are. And they're afraid of their own power. Because a lot of people are not afraid of the power that's on the outside. A lot of people are afraid of the power that's on the inside or the lack thereof. But if you don't understand how powerful that you actually are, that you don't need all of the outside shit, because the inside, when, when the inside of you, when the essence of you becomes more important than the outer of you, then nothing on the outside can validate what's on the inside. That validation. That, that, that authority. Of, of you saying, it goes back to, I'm still dealing with that believing of self and knowing who you are. Yeah. Most of us have not defined who we are. Nah. It's like those of us who listen have been to college. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, second, third year walking in, what's your major? Shit, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> what you plan? Wait a minute, I don't even know. Because you have not defined who you are. You're still soul searching. And what you want to be with your life. And most of us have these issues and this is, again, as they're now starting to put out these, if your child has been affected by social media, you can get in on this lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Because we're not defining as adults, yeah. and even more as our youth. Yeah. What I remember growing up, the question my mother and father always, everyone used to ask, kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? But you're a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a kid. But the whole thing was, the Bible teaches us if you teach a child, I'm, I'm definitely fucking train up the child in which they, they should go, and they, when they grow up, they won't depart from. Right, right, right. So you, I have job, bro. Thank you very much. <laughs> Got that salt bay seasoning on the right there. <laughs> so if you're asking a child at a young age, you're putting them on a path. Yeah. To train them, what do you want to be? So you're asking. I'm throwing no names right now. So you ask a child, what do you want to be? I want to be a doctor when I grow up. You start putting them in situations to help them see, is this what you really want to be? This is what you really want by all these sick folks? Right. Stuck up in this hospital? Do you want to do this? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, hell nah. So then you put, what else you want to be? I want to be an engineer. So you start putting them around things that's building, using your mind, mathematics. This is what I want to do. So they can understand. You understand who you are, what makes you tick. Mm -hmm. Most of our Young young men right now. I met now. I'm. I say this quite often. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for my sisters nowadays. And when I say sisters at this point, I'm specifically speaking about black women. Yeah. Because you all have it hard on so many ways, and you can like me or dislike me for this comment, but you, it is what it is. A lot of our men in jail. Yeah. Not doing nothing with their life. On drugs, turning gay. So this now makes it difficult for our women to go out, get a good man, start a family, and figure out how we're going to do this. So we're now in a situation of a society being lost because mom and dad are not there or the man is not the family there. structure is gone. The family structure is not going to help validate yeah. who we're striving to be. Like you said, we ain't even happy to be black, most of us. So that starts the, a, a huge problem from the jump. If you're not happy about what God created you to be, how are you going to be happy with anything else in your life? And see, that's where I want to come in on that because a lot of people... The great part about social media is that now we don't have to depend on a power that be that is or the powers that be. What social media has done this dynamic is that now people have a hold of information that they didn't have before. Where the knowledge of black people and their greatness and different lessons there's deep knowledge that wasn't available, wasn't readily available, that can be searched within an instant. In your hand. Right and there. now there's a move for black people to accept themselves, uh, like for something as simple as how your hair grows naturally out of your head and the beauty of your skin, where 
in America, now there's a wave of loving your black skin. And now other countries are trying to catch up with where we are now. Because we're in other countries where they're getting bleaching. And, you know, they were trying to follow the examples of lighter skin and things that were set by European standards. And now people are learning that the beauty in the dark skin and who you are and what you are. And, you know, it matters tremendously about the atmosphere that you're in and what you're set. Because if you take any organism and you control the atmosphere, you can control the organism. So a lot of us have not been validated because the atmosphere that we're in is our sick minds. <laughs> and yes. so when you have a sickness, you have to heal the environment. And the main environment that has to be healed is our brains. And, you know, a lot of people will say, well, you know, it's not that good a uh, choice of women. It's not that good a choice of men, but it's what you see. It's what you perceive. It's what you place yourself around. Because if you have the mindset of abundance, you will place yourself in the environment of abundance. When you have the mindset to want to do right and to be right, you're going to place yourself. Now, it's not going to be, a lot of things are not easy. But the thing is to get there. The thing is to get to where those good sisters are, get to where those good brothers are. And to heal yourself and to heal your atmosphere. And so that's what we really need to go is in the validation. Of, I can validate myself all day, but if I'm in a sick environment, if my brain is sick, if my atmosphere is sick, if I'm not making a positive effect, then it's not so much of, if I'm on social media and I'm on media takeout all day, if I'm on social media and I'm on yeah. all of the gossip sites. Yeah. And I'm feeding myself negativity yeah. over and over again. I'm creating my atmosphere. I'm changing my own algorithm on, on social media. I'm changing it where to only see bad people and love and hip hop and all of this, you know, just one dimensional things. And I'm saying that I want this one thing, but I'm gravitating and keep grabbing these things that are making my atmosphere sick. You are attracting that what you're putting out. Exactly. And if you're attracting, if you're, if you could, if you're saying that every time I do something, something bad is going on, mm-hmm. it's because you don't like nine times out of ten you're putting out something bad, some energy, even in the way that you think and approach the situation, it's fucked up. Yeah. So when you get a messed up result, you start blaming everybody. I said, stop, stop, step back and look. How did you approach the situation? Like. If you're going to school thinking, I don't want to be here, just get on my damn nerves, and you have all these negative attitudes walking into school, your validation of school is what? It ain't, it's not worth your time. But you know what? It's like you, it's reinforcing what you're calling valid. Right. If you're saying that these women ain't ish, and you're putting yourself in the atmosphere of ain't ish women, women. Or ain't ish men, you're validating your preconceived notions. Right. But anything that goes opposite of what you preconceive, if you think that you're a bad bitch and then you go somewhere and they show you, you ain't nothing but a bad bitch. bitch that's it. You, you're exactly what you think you are, but it ain't what you, what you meant it to be. Right. Then you'll place yourself in the atmosphere where you can be a bad bitch. If you are, are, are this man who thinks that your title of being a doctor means everything, then you're only going to place yourself in situations where you can have the validation of being your title instead of being yourself. And so a lot of people, they do that. They place themselves in these atmospheres so that they won't be invalidated. Ooh. You understand what I'm saying? I understand on so many levels because... When you're placing yourself in these situations, you're trying, you're striving to justify, like you just said, mm-hmm. the means of whatever title that you have. If you're saying, I'm an independent woman, and you're proud of that. A man hit me the other day. It was like, man, shit, there's no such thing as an independent woman. You can't have a man walk around talking about, I'm an independent man. I'm an independent man. 
is not. That means you're just you're a, a, father. a functional adult. <laughs> you're a functional adult. You're doing. You're handling your responsibilities. So as a woman, I'm an independent woman. I'm an independent woman. If you go around men or other women that are doing stuff, I wipe my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, you you ain't shit. You just like everyone else. Yeah. You want to stand out via your title. That's your. That's your, my, my mother says that, soapbox. You know, that, that would cause you to be around people who are independent or, or, or dependent. Or dependent. You, you want to be around so, them so you stand out. You know, with us being okay with being ourselves, not just okay, but completely content, completely satisfied with who we are, no matter how great or how... I heard a, a clip of Kobe Bryant talk, talking about excellence. And he said, when you're excellent in everything that you do, excellence is normal. Right. That's what Your it, uh, excellence yes. is normal. It's getting up in the morning and, and exercising. Like they would say, uh, it was a clip of Allen Iverson talking about how he was, uh, when they were at the club, Kobe was at the gym. Right. And for him, that was normal. To everybody else, that was abnormal to be constantly working on your craft. But you want to be in the atmosphere where being excellent is normal, of having integrity, of taking care of your body, of operating at the highest levels of you. That's actually supposed to be your normal. That's supposed to be the atmosphere of what normally is, is reaching your peak and being validated on the inside. Because a lot of people, we were talking, me and my wife were talking about other people who've already made it. You've reached the echelon. You have ownership. You have all these things, and they're still seeking importance. They're seeking, still seeking to be val- validated they when the they've richest, already make it to the top. The richest people a lot of times are the unhappiest people. Yeah, because it comes from the inside. inside. And these you know? titles of validation. Don't mean shit. As, so Mr. Farrakhan, like I tell y'all, every, every show damn near, I love that man. Truly, he did something a few years to every person, a laborer, that we call everybody who's like a functioning minister, captain, or whatever, in the mosque. He stripped everybody of their titles mm. and put the word student in front of it. Mm. That was to humble your ass. Didn't Christ said that the greatest among you should be brother? That was my next thing. <laughs> that was it. I'll go right there next. The, what we call each other. In the mosque in particular, but even in the churches, mm-hmm. we call each other brother and sister. Mm-hmm. That is the greatest title that you can have. Because what it says is, I see you, you see me. me. Right. I'm just as important as you are, and you're just as important as I am. And it really says the greatest commandment is love. love because I, can, I have to love you and see you at my same level. Whether I'm learning from you or teaching you, we're at the same level. And see, we put titles on each other and and we look at all these different things, but a physician can't build your house. You understand what I'm saying? Your boss can't be your wife unless you work for your wife. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, you know, a lot of these things we're forgetting the purpose of the material. A lot of us are looking for the material. We're looking for a sense of importance for us to stand out instead of standing among. What is the reason? Because we don't feel loved on the inside. And we don't feel love. This is just me personally. And it's, a, a, it's a, actually a completion. When you're not complete, when you're complete, when something is whole, Right. Imagine you got a slice of pizza. If it's a slice taken away, you never really have a whole pizza, do you? You know that you're missing a slice. But if you got a a whole completed piece of a pizza with everything that you want, me adding other toppings is extra, but it's not called for, is it? Uh, It's only when you take something away that something feels incomplete. And that's what a lot of us are looking for. We're looking for completion we're looking for looking wholeness for someone 
to fill that gap or yeah. that hole or that something. you have or something. That's why we have pets. That's why we have distractions. Mm. That's why we have trinkets, little mm. toys. All these things we have to make ourselves feel better via the validation of, I have a business. Exactly. I have arrived. I have this nice puppy that's going to be happy for me. But when that puppy does something wrong or your life still hits you, that puppy is not the happiest. Or I have, have this husband. Or I have this wife. Or I have this job. Or, or whatever it is, I have these followers. Right. Or, or, you know, I have this, whatever it is, instead of being completely happy with whatever it is inside of self. Yeah. But, you know. And it's okay to want more. It, it, it's yeah, literally no, no, that's okay. Definitely, that's definitely okay. But the biggest thing, one of the things that I found out is that via this what, validation is that. Pinky Buddha, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no coochie. So, uh, what you find out is that most of us are afraid to deal with self. Yeah. So we're going yeah. back to our conversation a while ago. We're going to break this down in a few minutes. Um, is that COVID, man, I love COVID in a really ways. I really wish it to come back in some aspects, but not the whole thing that was hell. But the fact that you having to sit by yourself mm. If you were by yourself or with your mate, but being closed like Moses, going to thine home, mm-hmm. put the blood on the door, yeah. and you're waiting. But what is what you do while you're waiting, which is more important. Yeah. So when we were being validated by God in home, yeah. what were we looking for the qualifications for? Or what were we looking for? The, the criterion of. So you're in a house a year, year and a half, looking for, it was soul searching for most of us. Because yeah. after the first two months, uh, you done Netflix yourself out. Yeah. Now you got to find some. You business. done watched Netflix, everything <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> I watched. watched Netflix catalog. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's, what do you do? Yeah. But most of us, and this is where a lot of people start going off to me. Yeah, because we were afraid. This is why everybody was ready to get back outside. Got to get around people. And introverts, shout out to you, introverts. Shout oh, out man, to, they was loving it. They were loving it. And this because most introverts, I'm about to, say, I'm about to give you a real shout out, our producers. Um, being the introvert, most of them a lot of times know themselves better Already. than other people. Yeah, because they tend to spend more time. They know what makes them happy. They know what don't, and then they know why they're imbalanced in whatever manner. Mm-hmm. They may or may not be able to fix that imbalance, but they know but why. But they understand it. And the validation is never needed with the introvert. Yeah. They don't need the outside. They don't need uh, shit <laughs> besides some food. <laughs> you know? And that's a very hard thing for a lot of people to face or to even recognize that they have imperfections or they have thing issues that have to be addressed. And, you know, a lot of people, when it came to now, they can't go to the mosque and hide amongst the masses. Right. They can't go to church and hide amongst the congregation. Yes. And so now they have to have a real relationship with God. Right. And and understand whether or not they even believe and why they believe. It's so many atheists probably came up out of this code. And divorces and all of this stuff. Because what happens is now you have to validate yourself and everything around you. Now you Ooh. have to look at the life that you actually built and see all of your decisions and everything that happened in life and how you responded to it is what you're dealing with. And so if you don't like your home or your apartment or your friends or your family or your social media account or your business or your direction, now you're stuck and you have to look at it. You have to look at those those things that that are on the outside. But now it points to the inside. Them three fingers. You know what I'm saying? It's pointing right back at you and you're looking at, okay, well, I created this and it didn't give you an excuse to blame someone else. So. Now you get to look at yourself in a realistic way and make those decisions. Now you're at ground zero. But a lot of people are looking for that validation from the outside. And now COVID forced people to look on the inside. 
It's like, Man. okay, you're out of shape because it's what you're doing. What you're doing. Everybody got a free floor. You got a free floor? Can 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 you, you do a sit up? You know what I'm saying? And I found out real quick I was happy. Boy, <laughs> let me tell you something. We ate everything. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, still what, is. <laughs> <laughs> but it forces you to look at yourself. And a lot of us need to look at ourselves not in comparison to others, but in comparison to our own ambitions, our own things. And it's great to have a measurement and everything, but we have to understand the why. The why is more important than anything. The, well, the who and the why. And then you can understand the what and the when and the how. Oh, you look at them in five W's. Man, let me tell you something. I'm throwing all of them in there. We got some old W's. <laughs> oh, <But>, William Walker. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it really, it really <coughs> made us, we have to look at who... We are. And now we can understand everything else. And, you know, being valid in today's society is honestly being valid within our own selves in comparison to the world around us. Yeah. Going back to that word that you said earlier, love. 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 (laughs) What has it got to do with it? (laughs) <laughs> a lot, apparently, because being validated is to show that I love me. Mm. And the, the 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 truth in this is that most of us don't learn to love self till we're adults. And let's put let's flip it. Some of us love ourselves and that's all we love. I we never make it past that. When honestly, yes, the love of self is is essential but this planet is not made for only you a lot of us cannot see past our asshole in order to see the what's the saying go (laughs) i don't want to mess that all up but you know what can't see past your asshole to your elbow or something like that i ain't never heard that in my life (laughs) Man, I've been in the military for a long time. Uh, yeah, that's a new one. I'm going to have to figure that one what out. What it is is a lot of people can't make it past their own selves to see what really makes the difference. We don't live our lives for ourselves alone because it takes nobody is independent because it takes everything to make something happen. You are not independent. You think you've done it by yourself, but it takes other people to help make things happen. If you are living in America right now, if it wasn't for your postman, yes. if it wasn't for the truckers, if it wasn't for the, uh, the like the, the, it's getting ready to storm outside right now. Mm. So if the power cut off, you're not independent because your ass can't get out there and turn <laughs> on the power. You understand what I'm getting at? I, if, if you're buying something for the grocery store, your ass ain't dependent because you didn't grow that food. I just go all the way back. I like to go all the way back to the beginning. You want to know you, how you ain't independent? Right, that? Because your ass didn't create yourself. Exactly. Your mama didn't create you. Mm-hmm. Your mama just was the vessel that you came through. Because your mother, God forbid, a lot, a lot of us just... We'll stick to the basics. <laughs> we'll stick to the basics. <laughs> a lot, no, just all of us, a lot of us just came as a one night, some, happened, some shit happened. But something happened. But something happened. But something but happened. Mama didn't know a lot of times to... Like, I know this girl just finally... She was five months pregnant. Five months. Baby been growing for five months. See, producer. So five <laughs> five months pregnant, and your mother had nothing to do with. She didn't say, "Oh, it's time for your le- your legs to grow." Oh, it's time for this to grow. That was God. Yeah. So from the beginning, you are not independent, like you said. Yeah. You are dependent on someone. And going back to this, we're gonna start closing this out right now. The validation, and this is this is a conversation as I'm starting as I. Ending as we started, I was volunteering with some groups these past few weeks. And the title everyone's was using, coming in there, again, bad bitch. I'm an independent black woman. I do this. Oh, I'm a good man because I do this. And oh, I'm this. And I was listening to the titles. But the pastor at the end said, My name is Brother Such and Such. They called him Pastor, but he got up and said, No, my name is Brother. Such and such, such and such. He never used his title as the pastor. Because yeah. this thing was, again, I am your brother. 
I want to be your brother in everything that we're doing while we're volunteering. The validation that he had was in self. It was never in his title. It was not in that nice ass 650 that he had sitting outside that Mercedes Benz. Wasn't in none of that. 680. Either way, it was nice for you. <laughs> well, who's counting? <laughs> who's counting them? <laughs> About 30 to 100 grand cocksucker. <laughs> so it wasn't in that. It wasn't nothing that he had. It was yeah. the fact that he can come in and be a brother and help us. Yeah. Validation. Who is your validation in? Is it in self? Is it in God? Is it in something tangible that if it's destroyed, then what do you have? Mm. That's just my little thoughts. My brother, give some light. I'll go ahead and put the ultimate light on it. Bing. Out of the darkness comes the light. The most valid thing that a person can say mm. is what's found in God. And God expresses himself as I am. (laughs) (laughs) What I am is a being all into itself. There's no validation that's needed. There's no titles that's needed. That's what made the actual, when God showed up, he said, tell them that I am. That I am sent you. Uh, we, not even that. We have to really understand because in the Bible, the comma is in the wrong place. Oh, I am that. I am. And so what people don't understand is when you are, you're allowed to be. And when you understand being in the state of being, you're whole all by yourself which allows you to expand and affect mm. and make things happen. That's the <laughs> That's the ultimate validation right there, my man. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to end off with one last one. I am yeah. is the most powerful two-word statement sentence you can never say in your life. Yeah. Ever say in your life. What you attach to I am you are looking to become or define yourself as is. Yeah. You just said, God said, I am. I am is him defining himself as the infinite one. Mm-hmm. When we define ourselves, Kanye West, I am God. I love that song because he was attaching himself to what he was striving to be. And if you look at Kanye West, praise as hell or not, Everything he's striving to do is godly. I mean, no, 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 the fact that it's the, the, the highest form that he can try to be, whatever he's doing. Are we striving to do that? What is your validation? With that being said, you know, this is another episode of Cocktails and Conversation. Yeah. This is that big eared Dumbo character, Yusuf Muhammad <laughs> Yam's creation. <laughs> Sitting on the left of my brother who's putting the funk on your right thigh with his name <laughs> is dark shot and light out here y'all we appreciate y'all tuning in y'all like subscribe tell somebody to tell somebody to tell know somebody, somebody tell somebody right 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 we out here getting this in man thank y'all for tuning in be easy this is Yusuf Muhammad Yam's creation this is cocktails and conversation that you're listening to Tune in every Friday at 7 p.m. on all streaming platforms. Like, follow, share. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody. Look forward to you joining us.